it all fell apart. And that's when the sausage, uh, it fell out. And the crowd went, they just went crazy. Uh, oh, oh, hi. Uh, we're doing a podcast. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Like Britney Spears is doing on Instagram, we're dancing with knives. Hello, welcome everybody, and welcome to another digital citizen. I'm Fro. I'm with me. I have my own little flamethrower, uh, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was quite a pyro when I was a child. I guess I did a lot of burning of, of things and blowing things up when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, that's called <laughs> something else. <laughs> that's called being a ter- ter- terrorist. <laughs> I think it's called uh, being a kid who lived in the country in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were talking about, uh, for people that don't know, me and Luke actually talk outside this podcast. I know, it's it's almost... No, we, we completely don't associate, and then as soon as the t- thing turns on, we start talking. <laughs> that would be a really hard way to make a podcast. I think it would be very impossible to do. <laughs> it would be a fun podcast. Unless we, had people, unless we had people and, like, froze people talk to my people, yeah. and then we could yeah. make it work, but even then it would be really, really difficult to do a podcast like that. Uh, welcome to another digital system. Uh, I said it was a palindrome show last week. Uh, it wasn't. Oh yeah, no, uh, it wasn't. But that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think anybody noticed it except you're bringing it up now. So. <laughs> yeah, I. At least I know who to blame, and it's not me. I guess so. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, busy, I guess. I don't know. It's been a... I lost power for a night. That was a thing that happened randomly for no reason, it seemed like. I mean, it was raining, but it wasn't like a storm that happened. Excuse me, in December? (laughs) Right. There wasn't, like, even a storm or anything. It just randomly, the power went out for a whole night. I don't know. Like, I really don't know why. Like, usually there'll be, like, a massive windstorm or, like, a a snowstorm in the winter or something like that that, Mm -hmm. you know, causes a tree or something to fall on something, power line or whatever. But this was just totally random. I still remember when we had to do the podcast with you calling from a gas station, (laughs) Tilly and me. That was one of the best It was, like, in some of the first episodes. So it was, like, if I don't make this happen it's gonna be like uh like now if we were like if that happened i'd be like well let's just wait a day or two and see if the power yeah but then it was like more uh we all were still trying to figure shit out so if i would have just been like Mm -hmm. oh i can't do it this week that could have started a whole train of us being like well can we skip this week can we skip the you know what i mean and it would have been it could have you know uh planted seeds to grow things that we didn't want to grow in the podcast And, and let's be honest (laughs) <laughs> of of the three of me, you and Tilly, I know who has uh, skipped more podcasts when they were supposed to be there. Sure, but this it wasn't was, you. It, I th- and it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I want to say the car episode was like in the first twenty episodes, where like that wasn't even established at that point. Yeah. Like who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
uh, I love Tilly to death, but uh, she's not very reliable to say it that way. Hi, Tilly. Uh, hi, Tilly. Uh, yeah. No, she's always been a little uh, doing her own thing kind of person, which, you know, I yeah, appreciate that about her also. That. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely no, nothing wrong with that. I love her to death, so. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, how's my week, you ask? Um, yeah, uh, I met my new doctor this week. My general health doctor. Oh, I was going to ask, what kind of doctor? Yeah, just like yes. a general physician, GP or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was not so excited when I found out he was 34 or 33. Why not? I was like, well, because I'm like... I, I'm I like doctors to be around like sixty. <laughs> I think that because can go bad like yeah. an older doctor could be good because you're like, oh he know, he probably knows a lot, right? But somebody who's like straight out of medical school probably remembers more of the shit still than an older guy. You gotta think of it that way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh but uh yeah, no. He was super nice. I was super shocked about how willing he was to like listen to me rant about things like i had never met met him before so uh and i also had with me my psychiatrist i'm sure everybody goes to their their doctor with their psychiatrist right yeah that happens well i'm sure it happens (laughs) some some but it's super normal (laughs) hi I'm new here. Meet my psychiatrist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, good. Um, I'm finally going to read something uh, that I have worked with for a long time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited for that. I am very curious of how how uh, how it will be. So. I'm excited for that, and I also have plans for Friday. So this week has been crazy busy. But you know, uh, and you know it's tonight. Or no, what's tonight? In the morning for you, uh, the re- second Republican debate is happening tonight. What? What? So that's a thing. Of course, uh, Trump is not going to be at the at, well at the Republican debate. Shock. Who's going to be there? I assume all the same people as we had last time, because I don't think any, any of them have dropped out. Um, didn't didn't uh, New Jersey guy say that he would follow Trump? Did he? I didn't hear about that, but it's possible. We talked about that not last week, but the week before that, I think. Did we confirm it or or not? I think he said it in an interview that he would like follow Trump. Okay. I don't even remember what his name is right now. Uh, Chris Christie, I think is who you're talking Chris about. Chris Christie, yes. Thank you. Uh, he is going to be there. So, okay. whatever we said was wrong. It says, those who qualified for the debates are DeSantis. Oh, this is his who qualified. So, I guess right. maybe he, but he qualified. I think he qualified, but he, uh, he said he would not be there. I have a strange... Well, we will see tonight, I guess. I guess so. Uh, DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Pence, Tim Scott, uh, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, and Doug Burgum. So... It says former Governor Asa Hutchinson, who took part in the last debate, uh, missed making the cut. He didn't get enough polling numbers, I'm assuming. I'm not sure how the Republicans work, but Mm. on the Democratic side, it's like you have to have a certain amount of polling, and then you have to have a certain 
amount of donation dollars, I think, or something. Mm. Like, there's like, like there's like a level of like cutoff of where you can and right. can't be in the debate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask a stupid question. Where is this? I don't know. I just States? went out of it. Okay. It said I remember some... reading another article that said some um, Ronald Reagan Library. I don't know how many there of the, those there are, but it's going to be at a library for Ronald Reagan. I mean, when I think of reading, I think of Ronald Reagan as <laughs> my first president. There's so many and... schools and 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 uh, <laughs> libraries named after Ronald Reagan for some reason. I don't know why exactly, but yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, it's because he was a cowboy in the movie once. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he likes to shoot guns. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, yeah, so Mr. Donald Trump is not going to be there. I wonder why that is. Hmm. Hmm. Well, he said a while ago he wasn't going to do any debates for whatever reason. Um, oh. Maybe a lot of that. people <laughs> have sp- actually speculated one of the reasons. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast or not. Maybe hmm. we have. The, the reason he can't do debates, like he says, I don't want to do debates because it's underneath me or whatever. I'm the superior mm-hmm. candidate, which honestly, he's so far ahead of everybody. He doesn't really have to do debates. But a lot of people are speculating that uh, one, one of the people who is going to be a witness in one of the trials, the federal mm-hmm. trials against him is Pence is going to be a witness testifying right. against him. And there's yeah. a gag order, I believe, in that where he's not allowed to speak to anybody involved in the case. Um, Trump is. Oh, that's interesting. Meaning that it, so it, it would be a, he could actually be arrested for going the debate and actually interacting with with uh, Pence. So that like it could all be a ruse. Like he's not even allowed to debate, and just uh, yeah. we don't really know it. Yeah. Well, talking about uh, things that is very nice to see in a headline, uh, Donald Trump has a colossal 20 points lead over Biden with young voters. I mean, I'm super happy to hear that. He said absolutely with serious. And that's a, well, that was an ABC, uh, ABC poll, ABC Mm -hmm. Washington Post poll is what it was. And then there was another Fox poll that had him up by 10 points. Yeah. General, I think, like not just with young people, it was 10 points across the board. Uh, so either, so fucking but weird. I mean, the weirder part is that the Fox news poll is less than the ABC Washington it, post. Poll. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think it's, it's because of, okay. Young people listen. If you're under what's young people first and foremost, do you know? I would, anybody according to this poll, I think it was 18 to 25. Okay, so let's say it, let's say twenty five and younger. Dear young people under twenty five, think one more time. Who do you really, really, really want to represent? Someone that uh, has probably a little dementia and doesn't know where he is, or someone that is crazy and definitely knows where he is. <laughs> And it's a criminal, because according to this, uh, Donald Trump is being found liable for business fraud, according to a New mm-hmm. York civil case. So this isn't like, this is a civil case, this isn't a criminal case, um, meaning he won't go to jail for this. He might have to pay, f- like, a, a fine or something. Um, I guess he could go to the jail for this if they put it in a criminal case. 
right. but it says the judge determined that Trump overvalued Mar-a-Lago by 2,300% in one financial statement, <laughs> overvaluing his own pent Trump house, uh, penthouse in Trump Tower uh, by claiming that it was three times the actual size it is, uh, absurdly mm-hmm. arguing that calculating the area of the penthouse was subjective and ruling the discrepancy of the order of magnitude by real estate developers sizing up his own living space of decades can only be considered fraud. So, I don't know how you... It's a penthouse apartment. It's not like people can't tell how big it is. You could literally go to, down to the bottom of the street so, and measure the building at the bottom of the of the street and get how big the... You know what I'm saying? Have you, you don't have to be in the apartment to even know how big it is. Not entirely true. Have you ever seen those tables where you put out, like, uh... uh to make it longer, I don't think that's how skyscrapers work, Fro. I don't think it. I don't think it's like yeah, one of those motorhomes that has the pop-out thing on it. Yeah. You know, one of those motorhomes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he has just built that for his apartment. In the middle Look. of down uh, downtown New York, nobody noticed the pop-outs <laughs> on the side of the of the skyscraper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I didn't also, think about that. Also, also, you have to. Uh, count in that he's probably pointing to all the air he bought around himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably talking, he's counting the rooftop possibly as mm-hmm. part of his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I go mm-hmm. up there all the time and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> but how many percent was the first one? 2,000 what? 2,300 uh, percent. And that's Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> Oh, I guess Jesus what I heard on Breaking Points this morning is that the valuation he did, uh, because Mar-a-Lago is like a lot of individual residencies, right? They're like a bunch of like small mansions all in this one thing called Mar-a-Lago. So apparently mm-hmm. what the Trump organization tried to do and Trump did is instead of value, valuing it as a club, which is what Mar-a-Lago mm-hmm. is, is a club, mm-hmm. they valued each individual house separately as a as a as a, as a, a, a residency, and then counted those as whatever, uh, and so yeah, that's how that happened. Yeah, that's a shitty way. <laughs> like even me, that flunk math, would probably have done a better job. I don't think. I think the person who did this is really good at math, and they did it on purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they made a mistake here. I think they made a mistake on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, business fraud. That's a very American thing. Like, I am so glad we don't have anything that has to do with money scandals in Norway. Like, I would be so devastated. Especially if that not to happened. do with some t- some government official like we're dealing with here. Oh, yeah. Oh God, I'm so glad that will never ever happen. Oh wait, Norway. here I just got a story. And the political careers of oh? two Norway's most powerful women under threat after revealing their husbands were trading shares in stocks behind their back. Oh, oopsie. Uh, <laughs> the current minister of the center-left party in in, in Norway and Norway's former. Uh, conservative prime minister for the for the previous eight years uh, mm-hmm. have been are having to explain why they have were making decisions in the office that could have potentially enriched their husbands uh, who were trading stocks at the time. I guess the cases of the two women on uh, opposing sides of the political divide are separate, mm-hmm. but their defenses are more or less the same. They didn't know that their hair their husbands were up to it, and yeah. the rivals. 
on both sides are calling for the women to stand down. Is Ernest Lundberg still in politics, even though she... Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. Because mm-hmm. in America, like, if you become president after that, you're like, okay, that... You've you've done it. You that's you, go yeah, away yeah, now, no, right? Can, like you you can become uh, prime minister uh, again, Norway multiple times. Okay. Uh, um, Ramos Hansen, a lawmaker for the Green Party, said the pair were damaging the reputation of Norwegian politics and urged them both to resign. Uh, walk now, please. He wrote on Facebook, adding, "If they refuse to go, their parties should uh, choose to remove them." Which he's a part of a totally different party from them, so right, put yeah, that yeah. into perspective, yeah. Uh, but uh, I totally agree. Uh, as a member of non-party, I uh, totally agree. I mean, yeah, is, no, it, does there need to be more investigation into this, or has the like has well, it been fairly proven that the financial activities... Because yes. what yes. they're suggesting here is that... Uh, the laws that they passed, or things that they did in office... They did mm. specifically to to uh, what manipulate the stock market so that their husbands mm. would gain money. Like they were sitting in bed at night, and Ernst Lundberg was like, her, or her husband was like, "Oh, I'm thinking about buying stock in what fish." And then she's mm. like, "Oh, you know what? I could do. I'll, I'll tank the fish market for the next week, mm. right? And then you can buy it up, and then we'll uh." Amp- Right after that, we'll put a whole bunch of cash in, into it. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's ways to manipulate the market like that. Uh, and mm. it happens here in America, too, obviously. Yeah, obviously. It's called fucking corruption. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, her excuse was that, uh, or I should talk more about the Arnold Sulberg thing, because I think that's, to be fair, I think that's bigger than the other one. Uh, I'm not saying that the, the other one is not big. But it's, it wasn't as much money as Arna Solberg. And not as high of an office uh, right. where the corruption was taking place also. Yeah. But her excuse... Let, okay, so let's say her normal salary is around 800,000 a year. Uh, 800,000 Norwegian crowns. That's my totally out of nowhere guess. But I... I it's uh, I I would I would think that's a prime minister's uh, salary. Um, her excuse was that she didn't notice they had one point two million, which <laughs> extra <laughs> in their account. Like she didn't notice that for some reason. Um. Yeah. It's just here that uh, even in Norway where. Politics is considered smoother for women. The stereotype-busting image of Sombok uh, being too busy running the country to worry about her husband. What her husband was doing has at home, or what her husband was doing at home, has often been played for laughs. Uh, this is a quote from a political editor of Vartland newspaper. Uh, that would have not have happened if it was the other way around. These men are yeah. being made fun of because they have powerful wives. Uh, we would like to think we have a high degree of gender equality in Norway, but this kind this is a kind of sexism. So they're saying this is sexist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I it, totally agree. Is it, or did they actually do corruption? Because <laughs> it's not sexist well, if they actually committed corruption. <laughs> it's just I, calling out corruption. <laughs> right. Uh, I uh, Well, I think his point was more that 
they would have been in more trouble if they were not women. I think that was more his point. I know he's saying that it's sexist and that if it was uh, if it was men and their wives were doing this, that it would be less of a story. Oh, I I totally disagree with that. Yeah, that well, that's what this guy from Vart yeah. News is saying. I'm not. I, yeah. I, um, I don't agree to that at all. I think corruption in Norway is uh, looked upon very badly anyway because we we we, we look at ourselves as a nation with more or less no corruption okay um yeah yeah i mean i i would point to an example that we're going to talk about exactly next um cuz i moved it in the news to fit it with this story but there's mm-hmm. something happening here in america federal agents uh, found four hundred eighty thousand dollars in cash in a senator Bob Menendez's home, and guess mm. what? His wife was involved in this situation. <laughs> mm. So it's almost analogous to exactly what that guy was saying about sexism, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, De- Democratic senator Bob Menendez of New Jersey has been indicted on b- bribery charges. Federal agents found cash stuffed into envelopes and hidden it in uh, clothing inside of his home. Uh, federal agents found more than forty. Uh, $480,000 in cash hidden in his home, according to an unsealed indictment. Um, Menendez is facing bribery charges for the second time in six years. Mm -hmm. According Mm -hmm. to the indictment, federal agents executed a warrant on his home where they found the fruits of bribery, a bribery agreement that Menendez and his wife, Nadine, had allegedly made with three New Jersey businessmen. Uh, This included more than $480,000 in cash, the indictment alleges that fingerprints of one of the businessmen businessmen were even found on some of the envelopes of cash, and that mm-hmm. some were found inside of a jacket with uh, an emblem on it that said Menendez's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain that away. Right. No, it wasn't mine. Uh, literally, you had it, your name engraved on it. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's yours. No. And also, we found it all in your fucking clothes. Menendez, the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, has been accused by federal prosecutors of accepting bribes in return for secretly aiding the Egyptian government. Specifically, the indictment uh, alleges that uh, he provided sensitive U.S. information and took other steps that secretly aided the government of Egypt. So, Yeah. I have to... Admit that uh, before this week started, I had no clue who Bob Mendes was. I definitely uh, have never heard of this guy. But, th- like, yeah, I, it's very relevant to the Norway story because this is a guy who uh, embezzled money, speci- specifically mm-hmm. using his um, political sway. His wife yeah. was even involved in this. And, it's yeah. the ex- and he's being prosecuted. He's actually being yeah. arrested, where in Norway... They're, su- they're suggesting that it's sexism. Well, guess what? Yeah. This guy came out and said the reason that why he's being uh, persecuted from. Uh, Just take a look either... at take a look at the guy's picture. Okay, it has something yeah. to do with that. What? It... Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to guess it's because he's too pretty. He's Cuban. Ah, and so it's <laughs> racism. <laughs> He wouldn't be being charged for this if, if he was if people weren't being racist to him. So, oh yeah, it, because it's so it's so racist to arrest people that have a lot of money they shouldn't have in their clothes. 
I mean, that's super racist. It's kind of almost the same weird defense. It's like, you did corruption. <laughs> it has nothing yeah. to do with you being Cuban. <laughs> like, yeah. like, just the same way I was saying with uh, Arnold Somburg. It's like, if you actually did corruption, yeah. you're not being persecuted for uh, for being, being a woman. A woman. Yeah. Right. You're being yeah. persecuted for the corruption. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I have seen a lot of like people say that he should go. Uh, I agree to that. I think um, I think it's weird how the Democrats have uh, 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 not done anything about this issue. I, I find it extremely weird. Maybe it's harder to pick uh, kick people out as a senator and sign. Well, remember that, what's his name, that guy who pretended to be, or, I don't know if he actually is gay, but he, like, faked his whole life? What was that? Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Or no. I am totally lost. Just a few months ago, Mm. um, there was a guy, uh... George Santos. It says Santos made numerous false and dubious claims about his biography, work history, criminal record, financial status, ethnicity, religions, and other matters, both public and private. Um, hmm. He literally made up his whole life. He, uh, he's the guy who, there. He is super anti drag show, but then it came out that they found pictures of him in drag, living okay. in. Puerto Rico, I believe. Yeah, that, you remember this that guy? Rings, yeah, and that rings some bells. Yeah. Well, there was a, another senator, Senator McCarthy, who came out and said uh, initially that Menendez should uh, either you know step down or be, be you know, taken out of mm-hmm. uh, office until somebody said, "Well, how do you feel about George Santos?" And then he and then he could totally change his tune <laughs> and was like, "Oh, actually, right. now that I think about it." Uh, <laughs> I think every senator that is named McCarthy should shut the fuck up. <laughs> I have never liked a McCarthy. There should be a rule that anybody named McCarthy can't become a U.S. A senator, uh, congressperson yeah. of any type. Yeah. Yes, from now on. You would just have all these people named McCarthy changing their last name is what would happen. <laughs> Maybe they will uh, like move to Australia and become Australian citizens and then become prime ministers. I, I, is that possible? I, I don't know Australian law I, I enough, have but absolutely no clue. Uh, <laughs> but an Australian delegate did vi- visit the United States this week. Uh, an Australian delegation visited Washington D.C. Uh, to push for the U.S. Department of Justice to seek its attempt to extradite a- a- the imprisoned WikiLeaks publisher and Australian citizen Julian Assange. The group of lawmakers from across labor. Uh, liberal, Green, and National parties all lobbied U.S. officials on Wednesday to abandon their attempt to extradite Assange from British prison. Uh, the Australian House of Representatives member Tori Zapia told reporters during a press conference last Wednesday in front of the DOJ that he and his colleagues had useful meetings with the U.S. officials. He said, throughout the day we had several meetings and we're not going to go into the details but I can say that they They've all been very useful. They've enabled us as representatives of both the parliament and the Australian people to make and put our case very clearly about the fact that Julian Assange 
pursuit and detention and charges should be dropped and should come to an end. So, mm. literally mm -hmm. the entire Australian government, like not even just like one person from one party, it's like four different parties and it was like 20 different delegates, I think. Um, mm. So it was a giant group of people coming and saying, what you're doing is wrong and is specifically going to hurt... Um, specifically going to hurt press freedom is what they're really mm -hmm. they're they're against that and they they believe that also the uh sentence that they have that he's already mm, occurred over the time of being in jail currently is enough is what they're saying yeah yeah i agree to that i mean i think you should be have let out of jail 10 years ago but that's me. Well, you know, this all happened because Trump used a weird espionage law that really shouldn't have been used against them. Right. Uh, using um, Bradley Man Manning, uh, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, the... Um, the Obama administration never chose to do specifically because they knew it would hurt press freedom. And then right. Trump got in, that changed. And the thing that's happened that people more should be talking about is that Biden has continued that Trump policy yeah. and not been like, oh, wait, this is going to hurt press freedom. And Trump did something bad. Like, mm. that's not even in consideration. You seem to be yeah. so against Trump, and yet you're willing to continue his policy on this. Right. I think that's also one of the reasons, like, he would lead with as much as he's leading is because Biden is such a terrible president. Well, I, I think, mean, I think uh, the Obama administration probably wanted to do this, and uh, Biden yeah. was probably in that camp where they're like, we'd love to po prosecute Julian Assange, but we yeah. don't want to do the dirty work, get the, you know, get the blood on our hands. And so yeah. Trump got the blood on his hands, and now they can just do it without... Oh, we didn't do it. It was Trump that did it. Well, you're continuing yeah. to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I... Uh, that's the way I look at it. Like, they feel like they didn't get any blood on their hands. Yeah. I agree. Talking about people that has blood on their hands. No shit. Nazis. Yeah. That was a yeah. great segue. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't think of a group that has more blood on their hands on... The Nazis. The Nazis, but, uh, yeah. 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 I mean, they, they killed some million Jews. And, yeah, well, not only Jews, gypsies and uh, mm -hmm. gay people and all, all sorts yeah. of people, yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. Handicapped people, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody, pretty much, that wasn't a Nazi. Um, from the start of the unprovoked invasion of Ukraine, Russia has insisted that its sole purpose was to get rid of the political leadership of neo-Nazis in the country, the claim, of mm -hmm. course, being ludicrous because the country of Ukraine is led by Vladimir Zelensky, the first Jewish president. Uh, Russia... Yeah, very no-Nazi uh, Zelensky. <laughs> Russia itself uh, also has a far more robust right-wing movement than Ukraine does. Uh, still, yeah. Russian propaganda outlets have seized on whatever evidence they could find. And last week, Zelensky... Zelensky unexpectedly handed the Kremlin a small public relations win when, during a mm -hmm. visit to Canada, he accidentally sub celebrated a Ukrainian national who fought for the Nazis during World War II. Oops. In a response to the incident, 
the Russian, amba- uh, Russian ambassador in Washington went so far as to implicate the U.S., which had nothing to do with this, obviously, except right. for Zelensky did come and meet with uh, in D- D.C. like just before this. So mm-hmm. th- I think that's what they were suggesting. Yeah, D.C. told him to go and say nice things about, uh, this guy? about the Nazis. And uh, about the Nazi in fucking Canada, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, later during a speech in the House of Commons, um, who is this? Uh, Rota, uh, who represents part of Ant- Ontario. Okay, sig- singled out a member of the audience who is one of his constituent constituents. The entire chamber then turned to the ninety-eight Hunka sitting in the gallery above. He described Hunka as a Ukrainian hero and a Canadian hero. Hero Zelensky and his wife as well as Tr- Justin Trudeau, also heartily cheered. Uh, but it quickly turned out that the story, which was made, which this guy made no evidence to hide, wasn't quite so heroic. During the mm-hmm. 1930s, Soviet despot Stalin caused millions of Ukrainians to die in famine. Uh, Hunka was among those who switched allegiances, joining the 14th Waffen Division of the SS. As mm-hmm. did many other Ukrainians, seemingly unaware that the Nazis' mm-hmm. plans for them were even more brutal than those that the Soviets had. Yeah, the unit fought for fought in Western Ukraine, and according to some historians, participated in atrocities against civilians. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that we're talking about this right now because uh, okay, I can't w- wait till someone clips this out of context and sends it to me. I'm kind of in a Nazi period of my life where I'm uh, reading a lot of book about uh, uh, Nazis. I'm reading one book about Nuremberg, one about uh, Göring, and uh, one about Himmler at the same time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, it's just... It, it, I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> this is weird. Why am I reading three books about the same period of the, the, the time? But yeah, it's uh, I'm 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 very interested in history and uh, World War Two uh, is maybe one of those things that I like to read most more about. So I think um, I think the interesting thing here is that they didn't apparently do any background checks into this guy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they didn't think, oh, maybe we should look into this guy's history at least a little bit. Um, they just were like, he's Ukrainian, he was he fought during World War II, he must be a hero, right? right? That, yeah, yeah. Like, they didn't think to look up anything at all? They weren't like, uh, I don't know, it just seems like the whoever decided that this was a good PR move didn't think it through, or, or they were just so, like, what, uh... What's the word for it? When you're like blinded by blinded by something, like they're blinded mm. by the fact that oh, he's Ukrainian, he fought in the war, he must be a good guy because no Ukrainians right. are bad guys. I think it, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a blinder, a blinder on. And on the other side, who knows? Maybe he didn't know when he joined the SS. That's what well, they're suggesting that, is that he no. joined the SS because uh, Stalin was worse. That's yeah. like their excuse, I guess, that he didn't know. Um, and let's be fair, Stalin wasn't that much better than Hitler. <laughs> and I think this might have been 
pre like when the when Hitler actually came out and just like said it outright when they were still in that right. period of like um oh we're actually really good guys and we just want to help the country um period yeah, yeah. if someone asked me to choose between Hitler and Stalin I think I would have problem <laughs> probably would have killed Hitler to be fair but yeah, that's like a no-win uh, question, for sure. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, okay, um, you, uh, have you ever lived in a small town? I mean, I went to high school in a small town. I didn't live there. Mm. Mm -hmm. Were you just a small town boy, uh, born and raised in North Detroit? Yes. South Detroit? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah I was. Um, mm -hmm. No, I... I when you talk about small towns, grass. like, there's... There's cities, right? And then there's, like... And then there's L.A. and New York, which are, like, metropolises. Mm. And then there's, like, people who live in the country. And that's one thing. Mm. Small towns are somewhere in between city and, and living out in the country, right? And sm yeah. small towns... like. Like me, I live in a small town. Small towns can be very weird and clicky is a good word for it. You know what I mean? Everybody knows everybody kind of thing. Like yeah. I said, I live in a small town. <laughs> yeah. That's where I went to high school. So I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, Lillehammer is, uh, is a lot, but it's not big enough. <laughs> but uh, what is Tron going to talk about when it comes to small towns? Try that in a small town. Is bullshit. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. I started now listening to it, that song that been very controversial this year. Jason Aldean tried that in a small town. The video is very funny because it shows all kinds of rights and troubles and so on. Yeah, basically done by people he thinks is Black Lives Matter, radicals, leftists, and so on. But every now think people know that the radical bullshit has been going on. It's usually from the right, from Trump conservative people. Try that in a small town. Well, I love thing I don't want to try in a small town. And the basic one thing is, I don't want to live there. No, living in a small town is not good. That's why people fucking move away. If I go to a pub in Bergen, I heard a lot of dialects there. If you go to a gay pub in Bergen, it's even more dialects there. The biggest city is in Norway. It's fucking getting bigger. And the small community, like a small town thing it is, it's not. It's a reason for that. Because they're not a very good place to live in. How you can be what you want to be is very highly regulated. What you can think, what you can say. So, for many years, Montreal People tried to make a, like, a romanticization of the small town, like, oh, there's family, God-fearing people working hard and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah, but it's also not those stupid people who don't want to change. They want every people around them to change so they can keep on living in denial. Because that's what small towns fucking often do. Those people, small towns who survive try to think some about something new, accepting new ideas, accepting new people. But, no, are the con not conservatives? And then you wonder, why are not people moving there? Why is it still a small town? It's a small town because, yeah, again, it's a stupid town. 
I don't say every small town people are stupid. There are small towns in Norway who's nice places to be, but they're also boring places to be. When I was a kid, I grew up in a small town. Yeah, in Norway it's a middle big town. It's, it's 50,000 people, but it's a small town. Nothing really fucking happened. If you want <laughs> something to happen, you have to do like sports or school bands and all kinds of shit. It was nothing exciting, nothing fun. You just have to do it because everyone else did it. If you try something experimental, some different kind of music and so on, or theater and art or something, you would just laugh at. You would have a strange fucking little guy or girl. Yeah, that's what fucking happened in a small town. Conservatives always want to brag about how small towns are the backbone in the United States. Huh, fine for that. Why don't you empty the peop- the big towns to see how much a small town can bring to America in e- economics? Because in a small town, they are conservatives, God-fearing people, they say. They don't want state in their lives. Yeah, but the same farm- farmers are taking state subsidies for farming. So the idea of stupidity is fucking complete. I don't think a lot of people should live in a small town. If you'd like to be more or want to learn new things or new skills or you just want to be left alone for the person you are because that's why I fucking live in a big town Bergen is not a big town by any means if you see international standards but it is a nice town and you can also see it during the election where are the conservatives radicals doing good elections well they never do it in Bergen they never do it in Oslo either. They're not doing it in Trondheim or Tromsø, all the major good cities. They're doing it in small fucking towns, small shitty towns, like the Bible Belt fucking bullshit and so on. There is where the nationalists, where the conservatives and the fucking racists basically are. So there's now, you can go on and brag about a small town or it's better or bigger or, or, more better people defend your family or defend this and defend that but just please for all of us just keep being in that small town not spread your fucking bullshit where intelligent people live in the big good towns thank you this was Tron Tells the Truth that was uh, Tron Telling the Truth I thank you always uh, Tron thank you Tron uh, TV uh, I have seen some TV Okay. I'm going to start with a weird show on uh, Netflix called The Devil's Plan. The Devil's Plan, right? Uh, the Devil's Plan. It is a Korean reality show. Mm, okay, um, I think I did see a preview for this, now that you mention it. So, I have only seen one episode of this. Okay. Uh, I saw the preview and it was like, that dub looks god-awful. That's what I thought. Even just watching the oh, preview. the dub is awful. Yeah, yeah, no. I did not watch the dub. Okay, good. Uh, dub version. Yeah, no. Um, okay, so it is kind of hard to explain what it is about. Um, 
but it's seven days and six nights. It's uh, 12 con uh, contestants that are against each other. And it's a game where you have to have somewhat intelligent strategy and something like that. It is, uh, like I said, it is extremely hard to explain. Uh, but I very much liked it. I I, I think it's it's um it's a mix between uh it's a mix between uh fuck what was that uh, the mall and uh, and a little bit of uh the uh, the hunger games and a little bit of uh sorry the squid game and and a little bit of a lot of things and it's like it's mashed together in this one thing uh and i liked it it's just that i i i i was a tiny bit confused and uh yeah it's going to be 12 episodes i think the four first are out right now so uh do i recommend it yes but uh i'm not sure if um i will uh just wait till everything comes out so i can binge it uh i i don't think i will just uh see one and one episodes uh, because they uh are releasing everything in like f integrams of four episodes Okay. Uh, each week, yeah. So, well, I will see, but I I will give it a six. Okay. So, uh, the gold. Yeah, it's called mm -hmm. the gold. For some reason, I wrote it okay. down as gold, but the gold. It's a British show. It's on Paramount Plus, though. I don't know if mm -hmm. it actually came out. Uh oh, it says BBC One. So, uh, okay. but it's got Hugh Bonneville and Charlotte Spencer and Dominic Cooper. So a lot of big. British actors people would know of. Hmm. Uh, it's about a bank robbery, uh, a heist, and they steal a bunch of gold. Hence the name, the gold. Mm. Of guess what? Hugh Bonneville plays a uh, police detective. Surprise, surprise! That guy always what? plays police detectives. He never plays a police. Uh, <laughs> never. So he has to find, uh, or him and his team are looking for who stole the gold. Um, and it's it's actually it's pretty fun, but it's very very procedural. It goes, you know, the term like zero zero to sixty. This show mm -hmm. goes from like sixty to five in the first like ten minutes. It's like super heist, like all this crazy action scenes, and in the first ten minutes they're stealing the gold, and then you end up going into like the police station, and it becomes this very procedural NYPD style drama. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And then there's some chase scenes here and there. I don't. It's it's definitely done by BBC camera work wise and things like that. It's still really hmm. fun. It's something I'm going to see more of. Um, I really like Jack Loden, who plays the bad guy in this. He's very good. Uh, I think it has to do a lot with the, the end of episode one. Uh, has a good cliffhanger and it makes you want to see more. So I'd recommend yeah. it. I'd give it a seven point five. Okay. I'm going to talk about the meh animated uh, sitcom called Crapopolis then, uh, because it was very meh. 
Uh, even though it's created by people I like, uh, Dan Harmon, it has uh, Richard Iodi, Matt Perry, uh, Hannah Weddingham. Yeah, a lot of uh, good voices in it. I I, uh, I uh, didn't really like this. Uh, I, I guess you have to be very into, like, and... Uh, uh, that kind of era of like history, because it's everything is like set in 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 uh, in uh, in the time of like Dungeons and Dragons almost. Uh, what what am I thinking of? Help me. I mean, it's kind of pre Greek Roman civilization because the whole thing that you. this guy's talking about is creating civil a civilization, uh, like the main character. So. Yeah. The whole point of the show is that there's a guy who is a son of two gods, like Greek gods, right? Um mm-hmm. and he is down on earth with his sister and brother and they're all like his brother is this weird fish being that's super smart and his sister is uh, a giant who is super strong. And, mm. and then he's, like, the smart one, right? So that they're kind of a yeah. team, and he is the leader of a, a civilization, and people everybody's like, what does that mean? So we're at that, like, that's the, the period of time where we're at. It's like, people are just yeah. figuring out, hey, we could make a civilization. And there's other people on the outside who are, like, the hordes, like the barbarians and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And the, the funny thing is, like, when I watched this, I was like, I have heard of this for a negative reason, and I couldn't think of why I had heard about it uh, in a negative reason before I googled it, because guess what, Luke? In May of 2021, it was announced that the series uh, that was uh, titled Crap uh, Populous uh, would be the first ever animated series curated entirely by blockchain. And the network would sell NFTs and other digital tie-ins to the series. According okay. to uh, uh, Fox, NFT owners would uh, be able to vote for, for on specific show content and dictate exclusive on-air elements. <laughs> Did that ever come to fruition? or what, what? I have absolutely no clue. But um, uh, I don't know. Uh... Crapopolis Crap Chickens collection. I'm on open. I'm on open sea. <laughs> uh, special premiere September. T- this is. I can send it to you. I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I remember. I was like, oh, that's why I've heard about this shit before. Um, this looks legit. I don't know. It's hard to tell, but uh, it seems legit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not just something totally ripped off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's really stupid. I don't know. I mean, NFTs are completely dead at this point, so... Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I sh- we should look at how much these are going for. That- that's probably actually funny. Do you see anything? Uh, Last sale, uh, zeros point zero point nine. Wet. I don't know what wet is. Uh, 
Oh, ETH. ETH. Uh, so let's just do point uh, point one ETH two dollars. Um, $1,591. Okay. Somebody paid $1,500 for the this PNG of a chicken. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's weird. Yeah, that is interesting, I guess. That's very, yeah. very dumb. Yeah. But I wonder if it's, uh, it, if it had any, like, or like it said in this, uh, Wikipedia article that I was reading that it had any influence on on the show itself. I'm seeing that this has been around for a little while. November, uh, let's see, November 27th, there was a spike of sales. There were 55 sales that day, mm-hmm. and then it's gone down from there. Like, yeah, they did when the show came out. There wasn't like an increase in sales of these yeah. NFTs. So. That's just silly. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's the guy from Rick and Morty making a, a new show. I like Rick and Morty more than I like this. I'm going to give it a 5.5. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it a a 6.5, probably. I mean, okay. it, it was fine. Some of the jokes were funny. It has potential. It's definitely a show you just watch in the background and not really... You're not going to sit down and really focus on it, I don't think. It's just kind of... A right. funny show to have in the background. Uh, another cartoon, I guess. Young Love. Um, mm-hmm. Did you see this? No, you didn't see this. I did. Oh, you did? No, see- this was one of the ones I had seen, yeah. Uh, this was a Max show. Mm-hmm. Um, it has... It, it's about a family, I guess. Uh, one kid and two parents who live where where do they live new york yeah mm-hmm. um and it's basically just about their lives trying to get by because like the dad is a struggling musician uh or i guess he's a music producer and he's trying to sell his beats uh, to people which that was a kind of a funny scene where he was like uh, at the whatever little unk's house that was pretty good and then the mom is a hairdresser and the little girl's just like kind of a rambunctious, crazy child, right? There's not a whole mm-hmm. lot of interesting story happening here, but the yeah. animation was pretty good, I thought. Um, it definitely had a. I thought this was way. I think this was worse than the other show. Oh, definitely, it was. It it had a weird animation style that was like, what's the name of that? Um, those it was like a weird animation style you would see in like a an ad for a weird mobile game didn't it right yeah yeah um except it was a whole tv show (laughs) yeah yeah uh which i kind of liked about it but i also didn't like yeah i don't know there wasn't a lot of funny jokes it was more of a drama than it was a comedy i don't know what'd you think Mm. yeah no i i uh i thought this was boring uh didn't really click with me i gave it a 3.5 actually I did not like this at all. I thought it had potential. It felt like it could be like a if they if they if the jokes were better. I feel like it had potential because it um mm-hmm. it reminded me of something you would see maybe uh, late night on Cartoon Network back in the day. Like it, mm-hmm. it definitely felt dated. That's another thing. So yeah, I don't know. I was gonna oh, yeah. give it a four. Okay, let's talk about uh, the worst titled uh, TV show of the week, Celebrity Race Across the World. That is a mouthful. Okay. 
mean, it uh, sounds like a lot of American TV show titles, but... That is true. Uh, I don't think you should be allowed to call uh, anything celebrity uh, in it when the most known person you have is Melanie Blatt from All Saints. <laughs> I, I, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry if I'm if I'm uh, saying something very, very controversial here, but I don't think Melanie Black from All Saints is that fucking known. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't could know be her. wrong. That yeah, um, yeah, uh, the drummer from um, oh, fuck, what was uh, 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 their group again? Uh, Mac Fly. Fly? McFly? You know, no, never McFly, heard of it. McFly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, you have a weatherman that you would not know, uh, other than that it was the weatherman that made Pierce Morgan <laughs> walk out of the TV show. Do you remember that? When you nope. got so angry I'm assuming that this is British? Is that why you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe we don't know these people because we're not British. That's possible. Well, I I watch a lot of celebrity things that has to do with uh, uh, the UK. And sure. I have, yeah. yeah. But I don't I think a weatherman last... necessarily would be one of those people you would know. You know what I mean? That's a, yeah. Right. But he's most known for like getting Pierce Morgan to walk out of the, his show, I think. Uh, and then you have a guy that lost his uh, legs in a car accident. That's what he's known for. Um, yeah, that's uh, the contestants, and uh, they have either with them their dad, their mom, or their sister in the show, mm. and they are going from Morocco to Tromsø. Hey, I know where Tromsø is. That is in Norway, so we will see a lot of Norway in the show. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, or at least at the end, I guess. Yes. My problem is that I'm probably not going to bother watching it before the Before the end? You're like, I'll just watch the last three episodes, maybe. <laughs> or even the last episode, possibly. The last episode, probably, yeah. yes. When they are in Norway, because the other thing is just so fucking boring. Uh, yeah, the, the, this really, really didn't took me at all whatsoever. Just Boring. It's just amazing race, I... like small edition, is what it sounds yes. like. Yeah, and people I couldn't give two shits about. Uh, I guess uh, my 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 favorite is probably uh, the guy that lost his leg and his sister. They are young and cool. Other than that, eh, I'm going to give this a boring three. Okay, I saw the irrational. This was on. The what? The Irrational. Okay. It is a very strange title, and the concept doesn't even really make sense to the title. I have when... never heard of this in my entire life. It's another like police procedural drama where there's this guy, he's a professor mm -hmm. uh, in behavioral, behavioral science, I think. So he's mm -hmm. super good at understanding how people, why people act the way they do. So... In the very beginning of this, he, they bring him in to like negotiate with a guy who's holding him, his wife and his child hostage, and he can mm. just like rationalize with the person really easily because he understands the person's behavior. That's mm. so like 
with like he's basically the whatever Sherlock Holmes of this story. You know what I mean? He's got the okay. he's got the special gift to like that. Mm. The other cops are like, I don't know how he did that. I he's so impressive every time he does something. Um, right. But his the his what I guess we'll call it like his superpower isn't really that cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like. Being able to just understand how people behave is not the same yeah. as like uh, having super deductive reasoning, like Sherlock, like, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, elemental. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or any. What's another example of this? Uh, kind of like that one where the the guy who his dad was a serial killer and he's uh, got schizophrenia or something, and so he understands like the right. criminal mind, the murderous mind, right. better than a normal person would. Like it's yeah, not yeah. that deep. It's like. He's just a professor of behavioral science. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's very standard, very middle of the road, like um, NBC show. So I'll give it, it's like, mm, it's better than Young Love. So it's probably like a 4.55, five, somewhere in there, okay. in that area. Okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely didn't watch a T uh, a movie length uh, version of The Continental this week. Holy fuck, that was long. Yeah, this was one al- hour. Also on Peacock, right? One hour and twenty minutes. I think I, I said it was. It was like ridiculously fucking long. Well, um, I think it's like a mini series more than it is. Yeah, a TV show. Episodes, yeah, yeah. So think of it like uh, Lonesome Dove. That's what I was thinking. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three episodes is what I'm seeing here. Uh, oh, but maybe they're going to add yeah, another I one. It was yeah. Four. Okay. I think. Well, at least according to Google, and that never lies, right? So. Yeah. Um, Google never lies. Yeah. The fir- in the first episode, I would assume is I would assume all the episodes are going to be this long. Is my point? Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I don't mind it if it uh, is in this quality, to be honest, because I fucking love this. Uh, yeah, I just felt like w- watching a knockoff John Wick movie it, it, because yeah. it, it ended being an hour and a half long. It added to that, obviously. Yeah, I I really really dig this. I mean, there are some things of it uh, that I do have problems with, uh, some logic things, uh, but. I mean, that's in even in the John Wick movies. That's pretty apparent all the time that these a I lot mean, of this stuff the doesn't fuck make did sense. He survive? How did he survive on that flight from the UK? The one guy jumped out of a two-story uh, window into like a bunch of boxes, and it was totally right. fine. And yeah. then and yeah. then got sh- the boxes got shot up, and somehow it, that blocked the bullets. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but it, uh, there's a cameo. That I kind of don't want to destroy here. That uh, was probably my favorite thing that actor has done in years and years and years. I don't know who you're talking about, so I'm not going to say anything. Because maybe I know who you're talking about, but maybe not. I mean, The it's... most known actor in this? Uh, yeah. Was the boss of the Continental? Well, there were, I was thinking of the other guy who was like the the guy he first goes and meets who's in like the trailer yeah yes yes. but he's an older uh actor who hasn't been in a lot of things recently so maybe yeah right um yeah as far as it being related to the world of john wick it seems (laughs) it's it's connected in the in that this hotel is central to a lot of the plots in the original movies but you don't really 
they never like go, hey, did you hear what John Wick did or something like that? You know what I mean? Right, because this is set so in front of that as well. It also feels stylistically different than John Wick as far yeah. as like the the set design and things like that. Yeah. Um, it almost felt Sin City like, except with color or yeah. like maybe um, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, super stylistic. Yeah, I did this. I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, yeah, I I think uh, I think you're right on it. And an eight is uh, maybe even an eight point five by the end. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the dialogue. Really the end. Yeah, the, I think the start was a little too slow, to be honest. But uh, oh, really? When it you got think? Going. Yeah. Okay. A uh, I didn't really n need to know that he was going to try to trick this guy in the UK. I think before. they were trying to like show off the cool party and stuff like that, you know. Sure, but it d didn't really work. I just thought the di the dialogue was the thing that really held yeah. us back. It was a lot of very, very boring, like, uh, line reads and things like that. But yeah. it's an action... Uh, I almost said action flick, but it's an action TV show, so... Yeah. Uh, what will, uh, did you give it? I gave it an 8. Okay. Yeah, that's all Your the turn. TV we saw this week, yeah? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're going to talk about the Love Experiment episode five. Yeah, is this the next last episode? I th we believe so, but I, we're, um, I don't believe so whatsoever because I think that's why. Oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So the reason why I don't think this is the next to last episode is because they uh, they kind of teased uh, the home like them sending like people home in this episode and like things like that but they're still in the snow episode so it's it just seems like well let me do the, the description really do? quick and then i'll tell you yeah uh, okay. what we found out at the end of the episode during yeah. a snowy getaway in the mountains tamara trust issues ignite when a rumor about a about a man she's dating is revealed <laughs> chris's view of marriage raises some questions and the women are put uh the women are put in, on the spot to eliminate or keep their current dates. So yeah, last ep episode, which was two weeks ago, that we talked mm -hmm. about it, um, they decided these three guys were the ones that they wanted to take on a special date. Each one, mm -hmm. uh, and so they go to Whistler to the mountains, and they all get like a little cottage or whatever to for the them and their dates, and they what go. Uh, they don't actually go skiing at any point, do they? Now that I think about it, no, it's uh, like they, they went up to Whistler to just hang out. Last, yeah, last, last episode, they walked a little, they on, walked no. around, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they went to Whistler, zero skiing. yeah, went to Whistler to hang out in the chalet, I guess, which a lot of people do, I suppose. <laughs> um, and also yell at each other, I guess, <laughs> yeah. So the last episode they decided, and this episode they were there. I thought it was funny that they cut back to the other guys that are still at the at the house that didn't get picked <laughs> for this date, and one right. of them was like, "Man, I wish I would have got picked for that date. Like, why did she pick this other guy instead of me?" And I'm thinking like, this guy doesn't understand how this game works because yeah. the whole point. They even told them if they pick them for the date, the chance there's a chance that they're going to get eliminated. Yeah. Uh, if they go on this date. And so yeah. the guy was like, I want to go on this date uh, to have a chance to be eliminated. Like, if you think of this like a reality show, which it is, yeah. 
well, he wanted to be put in uh, into elimination. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I put reality show in quotes. Right, because it's all fake. <laughs> it's so fake. Uh, I think this is my favorite episode so far. Okay, so from the description, Tamara, uh, her trust issues are united, which there's a rumor uh, that her man uh, said something bad about her. The guy that she took no. on this date, uh, one of the other girls says she overheard him calling her a Tyrannosaurus. Rex. It was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I don't remember. It was mm-hmm. a Tyrannosaurus oh, yeah, yeah. or Tyrannosaurus Rex, something like that. She, she the one uh, woman heard her, heard him, and uh, one of the other contestants, one of the other guys yeah. in the um, confession room, and she thought she overheard them saying that. I guess we, uh, I honestly, the insult doesn't even make sense. But I guess yeah. we're assuming it's because she's just slightly taller than the other two. <laughs> She's not even that uh, yeah. tall of a woman, you know what I mean? Well, she's the main woman in this program, and uh, we definitely figured out this episode that she has zero fucking interest in dating anybody. Uh, well, I th- I'm gonna, I'll make a prediction. I think, well, we'll get to that in a second. But, uh, and then this guy comes out as full on red pill. In this, oh my God. in this, where he's like, in the, they go in, they're hanging out in the hot tub. Him, and just him mm. and uh, the woman that he's dating on this date, um, and he says, uh, "Oh, it's, that working out is uh, the best thing he can do for his mental health." And then he says that he's mm-hmm. no fap, and that he doesn't masturbate because it increases yeah. his ability to like work better and be more productive actually, actually he he is also like i'm a virgin i'm very proud of being a virgin right and uh i definitely don't listen to andrew tate i have all his right. takes <laughs> but i definitely don't listen to him and i definitely don't listen to joe rogan either i definitely right, or jordan peterson any of those people or jordan peterson yeah or anything else but he also goes like total red pill from that even. He's like, oh, uh, a man's place in a relationship is being the boss and uh, a woman should be He says submit. Him. He yeah. says a woman should submit to her man. And the women, mm-hmm. all, this is at dinner and all the women like stand up from the, from the table and are like, what the fuck did he just say? No. <laughs> yeah, that guy went full on red pill. Uh, and then the other guy was just boring the whole time which he been he's right. been boring this whole time but what was also revealed during this uh, red pill thing was he said uh, to the camera away from the table he said uh this is just my christian beliefs and we're all christian so i thought we all held the same beliefs as i, I did right which and, uh, that was just Ding, 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 ding. Which we had said in the past, like, <laughs> hey, I think all these people are Christian. Yeah. Like, every, yeah. because it's, like, they're just the way they act. Like, a lot of the guys have, you know, tattoos that indicate it. The women are all wearing crosses. Um, mm-hmm. So we were like, it seems like this is a very Christian-based show. But when he said that, mm-hmm. it was, like, c- confirmation that everybody yeah, here is yeah. Christian. They all have some level of Christian values. And then we see the God is Dope shirt that said, what was the exact wording? Black women matter? Black women matters. Right. Yeah. It was like, okay, that's a little offensive. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, then we found out there's actually a website called godisdope.com. 
and I think I almost pissed my <laughs> It was like such confirmation that there's like a crazy bias happening. This is an MTV program. You got to remember that. We're not watching something yeah. on like the 700 Club. Yeah. But it felt like 700 Club for sure. I mean, uh, once you yeah. realize it, like, even in the first bunch of episodes, we realized it. In this episode, oh, yeah. we just got total confirmation oh, yeah, of yeah. the fact, right? No, we we figured it out the first episode, so... So, so the big twist at the end is that um, oh, now God, we know yeah. that they're going back to the hall, but it's going to be all the guys that, they get, that got <sighs> kicked out initially are going to come back, and I assume... Uh, they can. We hope Kenny will be there, don't we? Yeah, because they the two women just got rid of one of their guys, so mm. I think there's a chance that those two women get to pick another guy out of the hall, and that mm. the main character Tamara is probably gonna kick pick Kenny because she really liked him, but kicked him out mm. for like no reason other than oh I want to be able to like choose right yeah right yeah we really hope Kenny will be there because. I think me and Luke both agree that they should be together because he's very willing to, like, be no bullshit. And that's what she needs. She needs a no, no bullshit man. It, apparently, I, I mean, according to the show, if you're going by what they're, you know, what they're talking about in this show, it's mm. all fake, remember? There's that oh, yeah, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, them going back to... The whole I'm I'm a little bit confused that they're doing that in the next to last episode, so I don't think there will be six episodes. I have a sneaking feeling that it either will be eight or something weird will happen. Well, I think that bringing back the guys to the hall could be like, oh, this is your last chance, and then and then there. Uh, let me look it up. Maybe I can find... Oh, yeah, there's an episode 7, apparently. See? Uh, it just got added to the list. Mm. I, I, they might not even know how many episodes there are of this show. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> They're making this shit up as like go along. I mean, it, We've been it, saying it, that it, since it, the beginning. <laughs> yes, and it was even more clear in this fucking episode. They have no clue what they're doing. Absolutely. Whoever made this show has to be a friend of these three women and just said, hey, well, do you want to be on TV? They all probably go to the same church. Um, yeah, I see an episode eight also now. Okay. See? We don't, I, I honestly don't, don't know how long we're going to cover this show. It's like a, yeah. it's like a 30 episode show. We're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that would be fun. Well, uh, maybe we'll get new TV shows to see soon, because guess what? Ding dong, uh, the Hollywood strike seemed to be over. Uh, the Hollywood writer strike uh, to end on Wednesday as they finalize a labor contract. The union leaders voted unanimously to, uh, to lift the restraining order and end the strike as of 12 a.m. Wednesday today. So it's already over. The WGA said in a statement, the deal will last until until May 2026 and includes a 5% minimum pay increase among the contract. Additional bumps will occur in 2024 and 2025. 
According to the tentative deal, AI cannot write or, or rewrite literary material. AI-generated material will not be considered source material. And when it comes to streaming, the Guild negotiated a new residual based on uh, streaming viewership. So, mm -hmm. they got everything they wanted. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very good deal. Yeah. They literally got everything they wanted, so I don't know why it even la yeah. how why it had to go this long. I guess just the negotiations, I guess. Yeah, and the percentages, I'm guessing, as well. So now we just are waiting on what's going to happen with the actor strike. So, yeah. Right. And I like I, I said this to Luke uh, when we were talking about this. I'm very glad that it wasn't the other way, that the actors got a deal be before the writers, because that would have put more pressure on them. Well, they started um, the strike after also. So there's... Yes, know. but anyway, like I'm very happy that that didn't happen. Right. Because that would have created... I do think this also uh, does put a, a bit of pressure the other way, though, also. Oh, yeah. So oh, that, yeah, yeah. that that's also good. Um, and we'll just see what happens with all that. This... Yeah. Writers can write shows that don't necessarily need actors. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, close your eyes and uh, give me five Usher songs. I, don't, I never listened to Usher, even when I was <laughs> younger, when he was popular, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I probably, like, if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, that's Usher, you know what I mean? But other than that, like, uh, yeah. I remember when there was a song where they were singing... That was uh, yeah, I feel I like I, he's collabed with a lot of people that like I yeah. remember hearing him in songs, but I never like listened to an Usher album. It wasn't really I never yeah. really my thing. Yeah. Uh, he will headline the 2024 uh, Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show. I'm still looking forward to that. I mean, it will be fun to see all the cameos that will probably be there because nobody really cares about Usher in 2024. That's kind of who they get for the, you know, the Not Super Bowl halftime yes, most of close, the time. It's like yes. someone who's just right at the end, kind of like just over their peak moment of career. Um, mm -hmm. Seems like who they always kind of get every year. Uh, yeah, it, it's fine, I guess. I, I'm not. I'm a little less excited for this one than like a, you know, a few of the last year, couple years, which were a little more exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I do agree to that. I mean, I'm I'm more or less watching. I mean, every year I say this, I'm more or less watching it for the commercials. So. Which isn't even like really a good thing anymore. It used to be like I know impressive, but and I now the more and more every year it YouTube. gets worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah, but I keep away from YouTube, so I'm a good boy. No, I'm just uh, saying the commercials get like the quality gets worse and worse. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that as well. Uh, you don't want 16 NFT uh, commercials? Look? Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't need any really? more of that. We'll see what happens this year. What's the uh, big thing? I guess it'll be AI companies this year, I guess. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I still want the AI from she, though. It's going to yeah. happen, <laughs> whether we I, want I it to want or not. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sure you can read about AIs on audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. You can get a 30-day free trial to Audible through that link. 
if you cancel it, uh, you get to keep a free book that you can pick. Uh, and I don't think you will cancel. Movies. Did you see any movies this week? I sadly did. Uh, <laughs> this was so good. Absolutely fantastic. Okay. Uh, it has uh, 78% on Rotten Tomatoes and 92% audience score. So That's pretty it good. better be good. Yeah. Uh, but if I tell you it's Blue Beetle... <laughs> oh, yeah. I got some... Somebody, maybe it was just added to, like, somewhere because I, I, it, they were advertising it to me on my TV last night for some reason. Uh, is it, I think... Is it good? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I really didn't like it. I I think it's it I think it's weird that they made a movie in 2023 that could be called Spider-Man and have the Spider-Man plot from the Sam Raimi movie that was actually very good. Okay. Because stop me if this sounds like a thing that uh, you have heard before look. It's about this uh, kid, okay, that gets bitten by an uh, alien scarab. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? It's almost like that. I mean, this is based off a comic book, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, the comic book, obviously, is the thing that copied, not the movie, but yeah. It is uh, a standalone movie with... A bunch of fucking cameos. Okay. And if you are not interested in the DCU, like I am not interested in the DCU, you'll go like, hmm, haven't I seen that person before? Um, but, uh, yeah, I uh, was going in thinking that... Uh, I would not like this because I had absolutely no connection to it. Um, and it's a very like, oh, uh, you have to uh, with uh, with powers comes uh, uh, great responsibility. Movie. I have seen that before, and it's just like it. It's very. Uh, Kati Cooker, and it's like, yeah, I really, really didn't understand why they made this, but um, I am going to give it a 4.5, I think. Yeah, really good. All right, I saw so Guy good. Ritchie's The Covenant, uh, war movie. Um, yeah, war. <laughs> I like Guy Ritchie. Fun. I mean, more, some of the best movies I ever saw as a kid, you know, were like Lockstock and things. Mm -hmm. uh, Snatch, some of his like original gangster Castaway. flicks. Yeah. Yeah. Castaway, you loved Castaway, didn't you? Cat no. Um but this was like <laughs> this felt like the the studio is like if you want to make a decent movie, you have to make this war movie that the military uh, is funding. It was about uh, a guy who has a translator in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he, the translator saves his life by, like, uh, dragging him out of, you know, Taliban 
uh, a Taliban area back to a U.S. base, like, drags him for days and days, uh, saves his life. And then the, mm -hmm. the translator is left there, and the other guy gets to go back to the U.S. And so it's the story of him trying to get the translator um, a visa and his family. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. But the first half of it is, is, is them, like, actually there. But, yeah, it was very propaganda-y, very, um, you know, just this weird pro-military feel to it. The acting was very good. It was very well shot, mm. very beautiful, like a lot of very scenic, like wide panning shots of the, of Afghanistan or wherever they shot this. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I watched this like a month ago. How old is it? Yeah, it came out a long okay. time ago. It's just kind of been, uh, I think, months? I think it got stuck on some streaming service, just like a, a bunch of movies are doing now, where they just get stuck on some random st streaming service and you can't find them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember liking it and thinking it's it's uh, it's a not Luke movie because uh, yeah, it reminded me very much of uh, another movie that I very much liked that I I I, uh, I didn't like think of what it was called, but uh, yeah. This movie just felt like in. 10 years we could find out that this could totally be a um blindside situation where we find out this guy was actually a huge asshole and in 10 right. years you know what i mean and it would turn everything around it, like mm -hmm. there's there's definitely this super pro war thing in it but like i said well shot looks very yeah. nice um dialogue's good the acting's really well done so uh i mean jake gyllenhaal's always good right he yeah. is really yeah so i'd give it a seven Three Kings is uh, the movie that I, it's reminds me It reminds me, of. me about a that? million uh, U.S. <laughs> war movies. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I saw Dracula, The Last Voyage of Demeter. It is uh, Andre, Andre Overall's new horror movie. Uh, and it is based uh, on... Uh, part from uh, Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula from uh, the chapter Captain's Log. Um, it's all about like uh, the journey from uh, Carpathia to London, um, and it is one of the better uh, Dracula horror movies I have seen. I really, really dig this. Uh, I did not know it was R-rated <laughs> going into this. So I, I thought it was PG-15 or whatever it's called. Uh, the one that's before R. But uh, yeah, I uh, very much understood why this movie is R-rated. Because holy moly, there's a lot of blood and a lot of uh, action. Really, really interesting story. I really liked how slow it is in the beginning, and then it gets going, and when it gets going, it really gets going. I am actually going to give it an 8.5 and say it's probably one of my favorite movies of this year. Alright. Um, movie news. Uh this director you were just talking about is apparently not going to mm -hmm. do the next Stephen King movie, The Long Walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a bit sad. I, he, I guess he was going to do it, um, but soon after taking 
Uh, oh, did he do it also? Is that what they're saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. okay, that's yeah. why. Um, uh, he says he didn't want to see... The, he, he wanted to see it through fruition, quite hopes... Yeah, I don't know why. Why is he not doing it? It doesn't seem to say. Yeah, it, it's just sad. And it seems like it was uh, uh, a part of like planning... I mean, he's he's the guy that had made Troll Hunter, a movie that we both lo loved. He's really, really good, and it's just like uh, scary stories that tell in the dark was also uh, very much cool. And I, I have read that the sequel to that is still um, still in the works. So uh, I think probably my favorite of his is an autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, that it seems to, it was like a planning issue. Yeah, because it, it, apparently he's also working on scary stories to tell in the dark, which it has been in play. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing about that forever that that was going to come out like the sequel for it. And the first one is out. No, I'm saying this one, but I guess it's probably yeah. because of all the strikes and stuff, but it seems like I've been mm -hmm. hearing about this sequel to come out for a while now. Uh, yeah. They're saying it's still in plans. All right. Uh, Netflix talks about uh, ending its uh, rental service. I mean, we don't really need to go in this article. I mean, I remember having uh, DVDs when it first came out. Did you ever get the DVD service, or did you oh, yeah. have Netflix DVDs? Yeah, no, yeah. DVD uh, Netflix DVD for ever. Yeah, it's uh, in two days. Take a look at September ninth. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I haven't had it in years and years and years, but I remember no, me neither. I was in the hospital for like five days or something, and having, mm -hmm. being able to get, uh, I watched a lot of Cheers, I remember, because there were like 12 seasons <laughs> of it. This was before the streaming service, so I would get the DVDs, and I would straight up uh, burn every one, so I probably have like illegal copies of, uh, of that all over the place in my house, just to mm -hmm. let you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. My address is... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be super expensive <laughs> to send it there. So look, are we going to see the sequel to Barbie today? Uh, I guess so. It's called Barber. Valentine Brainstorm. Okay. Good day, Mr. Barber. My granddaughter... That isn't is an elephant. And he's not even wearing a crown. Four days ago. Yeah. I know something's wrong. It's and it's not it's French good. either. It's British. This actually looks There's like the gold, the show I watched this week. Like camera, not like the content, but the camera work and let, just looks BBC. You know what I mean? I like Aiden. He's a good actor. I've definitely seen him in things. Yeah, but I, oh, yeah. I can't place him. I could have you arrested. Mr. Barber, you're not an easy man to read. This feels like a yeah, TV because show. they had to go to, to Africa, my friends. What's he paying you for? Stay out of my way if you know what's good for you. What's good for you? Good for you. Fine, Mr. Barber. You still good don't for you. know who you're dealing with, do you? An adult who doesn't want to make contact with you. <laughs> How funny is it that the giraffe oh, was in this movie? 
right? Yeah. He's a powerful I didn't man. think about that. Just be careful. No. We all have our secrets, Barbara. You're an elephant. That's the secret. The crime. <laughs> Is the elephant in the room? Babar, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. See what, what what we did, eh? Okay. Okay. What is this uh, totally going to be an Oscar-nominated movie all about, Look, Right. Uh, okay, Barber. A wealthy widow hires a private investigator, Val Barber, to find her missing granddaughter. As dark secrets start to surface, Barber finds himself entangled with a shadowy and power... Oh, with shadowy... Shadow... Oh. Shadowy and powerful men who are determined to thwart his investigation. That was hard to say. 6.5 mm-hmm. out of 10 on IMDb, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not seeing any other scores than that, but uh, yeah, it looks it looks like it was supposed to be a TV show, and then they made a movie out of it, to me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, next week we'll talk news of the week, TVs and movies of the week. We will do the Love Experiment episode 5, uh, right? Episode 6. It's not 6. No, is we it? just did episode five. Yep, yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's it's the week that they we skipped it that made makes me yeah. Th- a it's bit confusing. Confused. Yeah, it yeah, is confusing. Yeah. And now we have extra uh, episodes that just got added this week, so it's all confusing. Can it be right that we watched episode five this week? Yes, it is. That had. That had to be this. Uh, so we thought this week was the pan ultimate episode, then, because we would think that this next week would be last. Then, yeah, what? I thought next week was the last episode. Yep. Huh. Weird. Well, but it's not anymore, yeah. so none of that matters. It's definitely not <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> we were like making. I was making predictions around the idea that it last or two weeks ago that we were only had two more episodes. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's... I wonder... So how many episodes do you think we are going to get? That's what I said <laughs> earlier. We have no idea. They just keep adding episodes. So yeah, n- nobody knows. Uh, we will do another digital review of Malibu, Malibu Horror Story. Is that the, the story about uh, 9, 902.0 or whatever? This it's is actually called? the sequel to the Barbie movie. <laughs> because Malibu, oh, I get it. Right, it's the it's what that happens body. after the movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Malibu Dreamhouse. Did you have a Malibu Dreamhouse look? No, I don't think my sister did either. I know she had Barbies, mm. but I don't think she ever had like one of the big giant. Ha- I know a neighbor girl that had like a dream house of some type i don't think it was the malibu one i think it, it was like hmm. but it had like an elevator on it it was like yeah i, I remember a barbie dream house in my childhood yes cool okay jeremy round anything interesting on the internet uh sniper wolf gets sued by her ex-husband um, yeah i saw that and what we found in the lawsuit is that Everything that she claims wasn't real is apparently real, according to her ex-husband, I guess, and the lawsuit. Yeah. That she faked gameplay in her early career, that she doesn't really do reactions, um, and that... What was the other thing? There was some, another bit... Oh, that she she had an original channel called Sexy Sexy Sniper that she said wasn't her, but looked exactly like her, Um <laughs> Uh, and th- th- this says that that was actually true. So 
basically, this lawsuit says that she's a giant liar. Uh, is basically the what? Drama. Sniper Wolf is a liar. I am so shocked. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, wait. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I have played one game this uh, week. I played uh, approximately 15 minutes of uh, Payday 3 mm -hmm. and uh, figured it out that that is not a game for me. I don't think I've ever even... I know the Payday series. I've never seen anybody play it. Um, that I can think of. Maybe I have. Mm. There was the Jarbury doc uh, about just pearly things. Did you watch that? Oh, so good. So good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he always does good stuff. This one was especially, like, in-depth, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, I've heard already... That's the thing. I've already seen a lot of her career stuff, uh, how she got famous and all this, just through osmosis without actually watching any, any of her content. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he still somehow managed to, like, find new and interesting things to talk about about her. Yeah. I uh, have seen the teaser for uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians uh, that's coming from Disney. It looks better than the original. I really didn't like the original, so I'm happy to see that uh, that is getting better. Okay. Uh, did you see the Ice Poseidon scandal with the I did escort yeah, yeah. where they... so the whole story yeah. is go ahead uh, he invited an escort into uh, his room he told her that she was recording uh, no that he was they, he was recording on a that he was recording right. yes on a live and, stream and uh, that and he was on a live stream and he she asked he asked her if that was cool, and she said yes. Uh, then she goes on like uh, on her the sofa. They don't do any dirty stuff. She gives him a massage, and they talk loads and loads back and forth. And she's uh, she is being very flirty and things like that. So when she's supposed to go, I think he gives her a cell phone. Right? No, somebody called her on her cell phone and said, hey, uh, you, you're you on a live stream right now, and there's two other guys in, in the apartment in the back room or something, because there were. Right. And they never told her there were other people in the apartment, and yeah. also didn't tell her how many people were watching this currently. Right. Right, but she also then, didn't ask how many people were currently watching right, it. Right, right, right. And then she gets to see it, and then she fucking freaks the fuck out, uh, as uh, some people would do. And uh, she wants to leave, and he more, more or less like uh, gets in way of her, of getting out for approximately, I would say, two minutes. Was it that long? Because I, I haven't seen like the Maybe whole less. clip. I, I, from the edited stuff that I've seen, they made it seem like it was like... 30 seconds or something, but I don't know. Yeah, okay. Let's let's say between zero seconds and two minutes somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Yes. Um, and it was super and, uh, weird, and and yeah. He was trying to, supposedly trying to get their money back, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. I think the weird part is that they did they didn't tell her that there were other people in the apartment. I think that's the thing that scared her more than, oh, there's 20,000 20, people watching the live stream or whatever. 
I think it's that it's kind of hard. To there say. were other guys hiding in the apartment. <laughs> that that part is more scary, I think. Yeah, I agree. But I think she reacted more. She was more uh, visibly upset when she got to see the live stream. Well, the same person who sent her a thing about the live stream in a text or whatever in that text right. said there are also guys other people in that apartment yeah but he showed her the live stream and she got to see the chat and everything right and that is when she flipped out yeah i i i think that it the two added together but i think yes the idea that there are random people just in that maybe she was already freaked out and trying to find a way out and she's mm. sitting there watching like he's like oh look at the live stream but she's in her mind is actually thinking what are these other guys going to do to me like what did i get m myself into here right that's what i think was going through her mind maybe i'm wrong. i totally get that yeah, yeah. yeah no i don't disagree with that i'm just saying that it it could be both sure Probably. i mean this is all just a terrible position to put her in all in all number 1 yeah but it created a lot of drama, that's for fucking sure. Right, uh, because... They demonetize yes. him, I think, or something. Mm -hmm. uh, kick, right. Which, being getting kick, getting demonetized on kick is, like, virtually impossible, I think. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty hard, yeah. Uh, I don't know how how he did it, but he did it. He's so, I, he's Ice Poseidon, he can... He, He's the best at getting kicked off of platforms and getting arrested for stupid shit. <laughs> what? Ice Poseidon? I have never heard uh, anything negative about him. Oh, right. Uh, <clears throat> and, yeah, anything else? I got. Uh, I think Pierce Morgan, uh, Hans Niemann interview. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was kind of interesting, I that guess. That was crazy. Yeah. I didn't think uh, it was so, too crazy, but I thought it was interesting. Well, it's a tiny bit weird to come with your lawyer that looks like someone direct from the Mafia. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen someone look like they were in the Mafia like that lawyer. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a 20-minute interview. Uh, he called... Magnus Carlsen, a bully? That was fun. Okay, yeah. I yeah. I, do, I think Magnus Carlsen was reacting to what other people were saying, wasn't he? He wasn't like... Like, he mm -hmm. was the first biggest person to, like, speak out about it, but he wasn't the person, yeah. like, starting the whole th rumor in, to begin with, right? He just was re reacted no. to it. Yeah, that's what I thought also. Yeah. I guess the last thing I had is, guess what? Aiden Ross was trolling us when he said he was going to interview Kim Jong-un. That wasn't real. What? Really? We're so surprised that that wasn't real. What? <laughs> I am so shocked. You got, really you got tricked. That. We all got tricked. I was tricked into believing that. He got us, bro. He got us good. He really did. So good. Ha ha. So funny. So funny. He really, wow. He really so got us. Funny. We are wow. so dumb. We are just the dumbest oh. dummies ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, from this dummy dumb. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.
Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.